understanding how brains work enables organizations to build cultures and design processes that help employees be more innovative, productive and engaged. With me to explain is Hilary Scarlett, author of Neuroscience for Organizational Change, an evidence-based practical guide to managing change. Well, Hilary, let's start with why our brains find change difficult, especially in the workplace. For the fundamental principle for our brains, it's all about survival. That's the key driver for our brains. And to be able to survive, what they need is information and to be able to predict, because if our brains can predict what's going to happen to us, they're more likely to be able to protect us. Change means our brains can't predict. We don't know what's going to be happening. And especially the more chaotic the change is, the more ambiguous it is, the more difficult our brains find it, because they really can't predict. This is something that management can ease surely through transparency, though. I think it's a dilemma for organisations when they're going through change, because always that dilemma about do you go early and communicate about where you think you're heading, what the changes might be, but if you communicate early, you might have to say, actually, we've got that wrong, we've changed our minds. Or do you wait until you're more certain about where the change is, is, is heading and then communicate? But the neuroscience would say probably better to go early because if we don't have information, our brains crave information. And if we don't have it, we all know it, we're all speculating, we fill the workspace with, with rumours and we're trying to make sense of what's going to happen to us. But is there a model, a one-size-fits-all model? Because I imagine for entrepreneurs and self-starters, they thrive off uncertainty, surely? Some people have more of a tolerance for uncertainty than others. And there is a, another piece about the brain also our brains do like novelty but also I think there's a big, di big difference with change when people can feel they've got control of that change to have change that's both uncertain and uncontrollable is very stressful if you're the entrepreneur you're the person leading the change making the decisions so neuroscience in business culture how can it transform it we all know organizations struggle with change nobody feels they're getting it right and yet we are faced with constant change and the big difference I think neuroscience can make to every organization every leader every employee is if you understand a bit more about how the brain works then you can work with that physiology rather than despite it. Can you give me examples, case studies almost, on how this has worked? If people have got goals stretching out into, into the longer term, how do you break those goals down so that people feel, today, this week, this month, I have achieved something? So the very fact of, of having short-term goals that you achieved actually generates something called dopamine in our brains, which makes us feel good. And dopamine not only makes us feel good, but actually enables us to focus and perform better. So things like leaders breaking goals down to, into short-term goals that employees can achieve really, really helps, things like that. And if people are struggling with change, things like reminding people of past successes, if, if employees are struggling with think, can I change, can I adapt? Reminding people of perhaps six months ago, a year ago, look, you couldn't do that, look how well you do that now. And you also identify triggers for a positive and indeed negative mindset. What sort of things are we talking about here? One of the things I, th ones I think is really important is, is social connection, our need to feel connected to people at work. Somehow we seem to recognise that in our personal lives, our need for good relationships, for strong relationships. And yet somehow at work we seem to think we can switch that off from people and yet we're mammals we're all mammals and we would not get through that first few hours or days of life without somebody there to look out for us and look after us and that carries on in the workplace more subconsciously but it carries on we need to have that sense of, of is there somebody there who's on my side who's interested in me and that makes a big difference to us in terms of our ability to work and perform and focus and are there certain things that leaders or managers shouldn't be doing I think the things they shouldn't be doing are really micromanaging people really sort of controlling people all of us have a need for some sense of control over our work lives. So the leader, the manager, tends to micromanage everything, want everything under control. That actually ha creates a threat response in our brain. So actually it stops employees from performing well. So things like that certainly should, should be avoided.